0: This message was recorded at the Creation Call Conference, Churches Facing the Environmental Crisis. Creation Call is an apostolic initiative of Christ Central. Christ Central is a family of churches served by an apostolic team led by Jeremy Simpkins. We work with over 275 churches in more than 25 nations and are part of the wider New Frontiers family. For more details about Christ Central, please visit christcentralchurches.org. Hi there, my name's uh, Chris. And I'm based here at Gateway Church in Leeds. Uh, in terms of my uh, personal journey uh, with regards to climate change issues, um, I can remember um, back in 2009 um, being involved in a, a project called Hope for Planet Earth and what was fascinating is, is um, in this project uh, talking about the hope Christians have um, I think engaging with people not of faith—they found it fascinating that the church actually had sober yet hope-filled uh, response to some of these big issues. And then I can remember engaging with uh, with Christians, and and some of them just feeling so relieved and excited that finally uh, they felt, in some ways, um, Christians were starting to engage in a in a more widespread way with this issue. And so I I suppose I've always um, felt that this is an important thing. Um, But I think if I'm going to be really honest, um, as a church leader, knowing how to respond, um, there was a real hesitance in me. Um, I'm very aware that this issue um, has very polarized positions often. And um, there, there was a kind of hesitancy of causing disagreement, causing fraction and there was also i guess a fear in me of of um not keeping the main thing the main thing and and detracting from the good news of jesus um i think um really though we we overcame some of these hurdles by finding a champion um who could help um focus thoughtfully on how to navigate these issues well and lead us as a church community through this and so for us that was john Davy, who leads creation call for christ central and um john just has sent us several papers several practical ways he feels we can engage in the issue and as uh, an eldership team and a wider leadership team um processing those and responding accordingly um has been great and it hasn't been easy um there's definitely been some um difficult conversations um throughout that process uh in terms of uh, engaging with some of those polarized views I mentioned um but actually I think now as I I look towards Gen Z and Gen Alpha I look towards uh, my kids um who this will be you know one of the main issues for them growing up um and and seeing them now set up these projects where they're very small but are engaging in these issues um i think for me it gives me a sense of courage um that actually we have in some ways formed an apologetic uh, a defense um for some of the um i guess devastation that, that climate change is causing already uh, around the world and that this is a justice issue um and the apologetic we have is this that we ultimately have a hope Um, that Jesus has promised he will never destroy the world again and he has promised that he will return and make every wrong thing right. Um, But we also have the apologetic, the defence that actually we are working and we're trying our best imperfectly. yes, getting things wrong, yes, but we are trying in meaningful ways um, to respond to this issue as a Christian community because we believe it is um, important.
1: Hi, I'm John Davey. As Chris mentioned, Uh, I was initially the person that championed uh, environmental matters in Gateway Church. Once our leaders had decided that this was an issue we really needed to take seriously, we needed to take some steps to actually put that into practice. Uh, One of the first things we did was begin to put uh, hints in our weekly bulletin from time to time, giving suggestions about how people could change their lifestyle. And as that's gone into the time of the cost of living crisis we've particularly focused on the many things that can actually be done saving money as well as helping to save the world but we need to also take some bigger steps as a church uh, we joined a Russia's eco church program which is a kind of structured way of looking at how as a collective body in the church you make steps towards uh, caring for the world And with that, we've actually uh, received their bronze award, their first level award for progress. In uh, November 2020, we made a climate emergency declaration. This was really a way of just saying, we're in for this. It's a public declaration of our position. Uh, We publicized that to the local MP and councillors and to others. One of the opportunities we have, which is probably not common amongst Christ Central Churches, is we have an old Anglican church building surrounded by a large graveyard, which had been very neglected for years. We'd tried to develop it for student flats, but we couldn't get planning permission. And we eventually realized here's a wonderful opportunity to do something for the environment. And we're now at the beginning of a project to restore this as a nature area that's a biodiversity hotspot and that can be a resource to the local community. In fact, even as I'm speaking, there's a group of people uh, doing hedge planting around the boundaries. When you say it like that, it sounds like we've done a lot. In fact, in many ways, it's felt like very, very slow progress, slow in relation to the urgency of the problems that we face and to be honest, to be fair, not everybody in the church has been completely on board. Perhaps just a few people have been concerned about the way things have been going. And so we've we've not wanted to push beyond what we can kind of cope with together. We need to maintain the unity of the Spirit. Uh, but it's been very encouraging just to remember that ultimately our job is not to save the world, but to be faithful to the Lord. He doesn't ask us for perfection he asked us just to take the next step and so i just want to now introduce hannah clark our youth leader who will tell us about a new project just recently started that we think is quite exciting
2: hello um, so i'm going to tell you about ecogen um, which is our new youth project so i'm going to tell you what ecogen is why we're doing it and how Um, we've got started. So what is EcoGen? Uh, So EcoGen was the initiative of an organisation called Missional Generation and we've worked with them to get our project started. And the main aims of EcoGen is to encourage the youth to um do something active in the church, serving their church and encouraging the church to, to think about um, environmental issues. And they do that by setting up their own refilling store. So for those that don't know, a refilling store is where you have your own container and you take that container to the shop and you fill it up and that reduces plastic waste. So, why are we doing this project um, one of our youth um, said this about ecogen it's quite inspirational really we are helping the church do our bit um, and I thought that statement really did sum up why ecogen is so important and there's two sides to that statement helping the church and do our bit so firstly do our bit um, environmental issues are so relevant to young people um, at the moment. It's a topic that is discussed and taught in schools, and many young people are really passionate about this. And I think he, that is reflected in the media. So you will have all have heard of Greta Thunberg and the work that she's done. Um, and more recently, um, I read a news article um, about a uh, young Lady um, called Ines Fitzgerald, she's um, 16 years old and she has refused to go to the cross country world championships in Australia um, because she refuses to fly that distance because of the environmental impact. Um, but for me, um, rather than just the general concern of young people, it's the concern of the young people in the church um, that is really significant. Um so Tier Fund did a survey uh, recently asking Christian teenagers um what they thought about climate issues, and ninety percent of the people asked um thought that climate change was a serious concern, but only ten percent of them thought that churches was doing something about it. Um and if we don't listen to our young people and we don't take this issue seriously um, we could lose the young people from it from the church um particularly the the youth in in our church we asked them what is on your heart what issues um do you want the church to be praying about and one of the top issues that they had was caring for creation. It is something that they they really care about at the moment, and EcoGen gives them something that they can do to do their bit, and something that they can do to encourage other people in the church to do their bit too. Secondly, um, and something that I'm really passionate about, helping the church. The youth need to be active and helping the church. In Psalm 78, it says this, we will tell the next generation praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. He decreed statutes of Jacob and established the law in Israel, which he commanded our ancestors to teach their children. So the next generation would know them, even the children yet to be born and they in turn will tell their children. The Bible is so clear that God cares about our young people and that we need to be passing on the baton, if you like, to them. We need to be telling the young people about Jesus, about the good news, but not just telling them. We want to give them opportunities to, to grow. Our, um, we want to invest in them. We want to see them growing into the leaders of the church tomorrow. That is so important. But not only becoming the leaders of the church tomorrow, we want to see them serving and leading in the church today. They are part of the body of Christ and we want them to be active members of that church. And the EcoGen project is a fantastic way of getting the youth to to lead and serve in the church and have their voice heard. So how did we start um, EcoGen? Well, initially we had five training sessions for all the youth involved. Um, These covered the basics of the plastic problem. Why should we care about um, excess packaging? Um, The basics of why the Bible encourages us to care about creation. And um, the basics of how how we're gonna do this, how we're gonna set up our eco store. And then after that, um, they put together um, an all-age talk, um, which they delivered to the church on a on a Sunday during the um, Sunday services. So they did this in, instead of a sermon, um, and it was a Bible Bible-based talk based on the, the teaching they had received in the training sessions. And then they told the church all about the EcoGen project, and it was absolutely fantastic to see them up front and leading. Um, from the front of church, um, that was that was amazing to see actually. Um, and then we had our first trial of the EcoGen store. Um, so we trialled that in December, and we just started with two products initially, which was dried pasta and um, multi-purpose cleaner. Um, and and we plan um, to have the store open once a month. So we have now done the January and February um, stores, and we plan on expanding the range of products. Um, now it has been, um, it hasn't been, smooth ride to get it started. Um, there has been the, its various challenges, and um, particularly on the amount of time actually it's taken to get it set up. And the first trials haven't necessarily gone smoothly. We've got lessons to learn, um, but I have hope that actually, um, once we get started, it will become um, a really good store, um, and the that we'll see the church really getting behind this project and doing our bit. Even the journey itself, I think um, actually we've already seen the benefits in terms of the youth engagement in this project. Um, So I'm I'm really pleased that we, we started EcoGen.